Pelosi is back in the news because of an attack. We're going to get into all the uh, conflicting information regarding the initial reports versus what's being said now. But the one thing that we can all walk away from is that Republicans are supposed to just give up. All All the Republicans that are running for office supposed to stop all of the campaign ads against Democrats, supposed to just concede. In fact, if there's some way they could just say, uh, uh, you know what, Uh, this is clearly all our fault. Yes, there's never, ever been any political violence. We haven't seen any of it in the last year or so at all. I mean, uh, it just has not occurred. None whatsoever. Until Trump and QAnon uh, conspired with some guy to get into Nancy Pelosi's house and try and kill him. Now, why, of course, uh, that doesn't matter. It's Trump's fault. It's it's fault of Republicans. CBS faced the nation. They were talking about how, I mean, why why are you still running campaign ads? So, of course, Republicans... You're just supposed to give up. You're supposed to say, you know what, I'm, I'm dropping out of the race. All of us, Nancy Pelosi, should continue to be Speaker of the House. Uh, Chuck Schumer should continue to run the Senate. You know, you know what, we're actually not even going to run any candidate for president. We've, we've all collectively decided that uh, that we're, we're not going to challenge anything at all. Put up drop boxes. and it, Hell, just don't even worry about voting. You guys can have it all. That's what Republicans are supposed to do, of course. Now... Yesterday, sorry, Friday, when this news hit, believe it was Friday, I noted that you just can't believe anything with these people. Now, upon initial reports, there there were bits of information that have been reported that the media, at least some outlets, have walked back, including the fact that there was a third person evidently inside the the Pelosi home, and, and that's getting walked back. It is not uncommon when there is a bit of news that all outlets are going to try and gather as much information as quickly as possible. For there to be misinformation that gets put out there. And it isn't always nefarious. When the information is coming out and you may have people within law enforcement that hear this and then they find out, no, wait, that wasn't the case. But they've already, as an anonymous source, talked to some friend in the media and then they report on it. The problem we have with the the current government and the current power structure and the people in power, and you're you're talking about Nancy Pelosi here, is you don't you and the media, because the media covers for Democrats, because Nancy Pelosi has no problem lying at all, or or the people around her have no problem lying at all. I, you you have no clue if 
uh, early reports that there was a third person in the home that get walked back. Was that a genuine mistake or is this covering up for Democrats once again? We, we don't know the answer to these questions. Now, body cam footage, clearly law enforcement in San Francisco in 2022, they must have body cam footage. I can't imagine the Pelosi's not having security, which this, okay, we're going to get into a number of aspects of this. You're talking about to, my house has security that apparently far exceeds the Speaker of the House's security system, which apparently is nothing at all. If somebody broke into my home at 2 in the morning, I would not be able to, I, I probably would not even know it before law enforcement knew it because of the system I have. But apparently we're supposed to believe that there's no security whatsoever, particularly given there has been a 30% spike in crime in this. I mean, crime is crazy. It's everywhere. No one is is completely immune from it. And those who I again not necessarily immune, but part of the re, immune, part of the reason that the the rich elites on the left do not concern themselves with it, that uh, with the crime that the rest of us are dealing with, is because they they all pay for their private security. They all have the the wealth they, to have the security systems to have live people. You're telling me Nancy Pelosi has none of that. That that that. You can, at two-something in the morning, just wander in to her home without anyone seeing it, without anyone knowing it? There are red flags all over the place. Now, of course, you can't dare ask any of these questions. No, 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 no. The official state narrative is that this was an attack that occurred because of the nasty rhetoric of Donald Trump and the Republican Party, despite the fact that this guy's former uh, partner, lover, has said, oh, uh, no, he's been in the cause with me as a progressive as long as I've known him. So where is it that the media gets these reports that he's some Trump-supporting QAnon conspiracy theorist? We'll talk about all that coming up. Uh, let's go over to Jason Ryman now and get the latest news update. A man has been arrested after a standoff in North Springfield. Police were called to a home in the 2000 block of North Robertson Sunday for a domestic assault. The victim left the home to call 911. Police say the man may have had a gun. There's no word yet on the victim's injuries. A teenager from Aurora has died after he was hit by a car on October 27th. 15-year-old Troy Devine Jr. was crossing the intersection of Highway 60 and 39 in low light. Police say the driver could not see him in the dark. A dog dug up skeletal remains in the backyard of a Kansas City, Missouri home Sunday morning. Investigators won't know the age or gender of the victim until the evidence is reviewed. It's not immediately clear how long the remains had been there. The Kansas City Royals hiring Tampa Bay Rays bench coach Matt Quattraro as a manager Sunday night. Quattraro replaces Mike Matheny, who was fired after the Royals finished 65-97. and 97. 
And all-star third baseman Nolan Arenado will not exercise the opt-out clause in his contract with the Cardinals, keeping him with the team through the end of the 2027 season. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield Stock 1041. First alert forecast sponsored by Navant Employee Benefits that work. Sunny 67 for a high today, 45 tonight, sunny 72 tomorrow, sunny 73 on Wednesday, and then Thursday just about the same. Mostly sunny, high of 74. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Oh, very um. Yeah. Then some spooky music because it is a spooky day today. Man, anyone who grew up during my era knows this. It's a Robert Stack, Unsolved Mysteries. D was on uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Well, I think what? Yeah, I know. I remember some case that he was. Was uh, it the newer one that he was on? You know, I don't know. I can't remember. I can't believe I liked that show so much because one of the things about uh, true crime shows in, uh, that uh, I don't like is whenever it doesn't have a nice little neat ending. There are there. Are sometimes I get to the end and then you don't. They're like, well, we still hope people come forward with information. Like, no, I need to know. I need to know what's going And the fact that that was the whole point of Unsolved Mysteries is that you just, they, they were unsolved. The fact that that didn't drive me nuts, that I must have evolved, uh, you know, into somebody that needs that closure. Uh, yeah, but that that music. I forgot there was a new Unsolved Mysteries. Was it on Netflix? Yeah, it was on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Sarah Myers, everyone. Hey, thank you, thank you. Well, right now I'm currently checking out the Facebook page for the Pyramid Roofing Company. And if you are in the process of thinking that maybe you want a roof repair or a whole new roof, I highly recommend you check out their social media. They have tons of before and afters. They also have a lot of different things when it comes to the process. They have videos of them actually working on site. Um, They have videos of actual customers and clients and just how happy they are after they've got their new roof with the Pyramid Roofing Company. So if you are in that process of vetting a company, you're not exactly sure who to call and you're having some issues with your roof, highly recommend that you take a look at their social media or just give Josh and the Pyramid Roofing Company a call today. They can come out, give you a free estimate, see exactly what you need, and they can get you on their schedule. Now, of course, you can find all the contact information for Josh and the Pyramid Roofing Company at ksgf.com under the Sarah's Endorsements tab. Uh, Pelosi family, target of a home invasion, though I think it goes without saying there are many people that wonder if this actually was a home invasion situation or if this was a uh, something of another nature. David DePape, 42, who has been described as mentally ill, forced his way into the residence of Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi and attacked her husband, Paul. Mr. Pelosi suffered injuries, required skull surgery. He's expected to recover fully, but this isn't the end of the story. Sure, the attack resulted in no deaths, which is good news. But there are enough questions surrounding this incident that could scale K2. The liberal media went down the predictable path, declaring the home invasion the culmination of GOP attacks against Pelosi and the Democrats. And yesterday, I mean, it's just these people are frankly despicable. There really truly is no event no matter how tragic it is, even when it's one of their own, they won't use for political purposes. And you have Democrats, some in the media, meet the press. Yesterday, just why on earth are you all still running ads against Democrats? 
Well, you have ads out there specifically saying fire Nancy Pelosi. Clearly, that's what caused this individual to go into her home and attack her husband with a hammer while wearing nothing but underwear. I mean, uh, anyone can see the direct relation between those two things. I, I mean, I, what, what sort of people are you? You continue to campaign? Who are you to not just give up and say, you know what? Uh, we are bowing out of this race. All Republicans, Democrats, you can have it all. The dispatch call regarding the assault is odd since DePape is referenced as a friend in the dispatch call. Politico highlighted an even more bizarre chapter. Now, Politico, by the way, not some QAnon site, Politico, highlighted an even more bizarre chapter to the event. There was reportedly a third person who let the police into the Pelosi residence. Law enforcement then saw Pelosi and DePape fighting with a hammer, quickly brought order to the situation. But who was this person? Town Hall noting police now say there was no third person. It was misreported. But other questions remain. Where's the body cam footage? Where's the security camera footage? DePape reportedly, wearing nothing but underwear, just waltzed into the home with a hammer? David DePape forced his way into the home through a back entrance, Scott said. Officers arrived at the house, knocked on the front door, and were let inside by an unknown person. They discovered DePape and Pelosi struggling for a hammer, and after they instructed them to drop the weapon, Scott said DePape took the hammer and violently attacked Pelosi. Uh, Police have taken DePape into custody and said he will be booked for attempted homicide, burglary, assault with a deadly weapon, aggravated battery with serious bodily injury, Elder abuse, infliction of great bodily injury of the elderly, dissuading a victim, threatening a family member of a public official, and damaging or preventing a communication for an emergency call. At the time, Stephen uh, Miller noted that it could have been a live-in housekeeper, but now the news outlets are walking back the third person reporting. NBC News, Breitbart reporting, walked back the report yesterday that there was the third person. NBC investigative correspondent Tom Winter said on social media yesterday, quote, the San Francisco Police Department also says that there were only two people inside the Pelosi home. When they responded, clarifying statements made at Friday's press conference, conference, which seemed to indicate there was a third person inside the home who opened the door. Winter reported Sunday morning on Meet the Press that there was a third person inside the home who opened the door for police. San Francisco Police Chief Bill Scott indicated there was a third person during a press conference Friday evening when he recounted details of what occurred when police arrived at the scene, saying, quote, When the officer arrived and knocked on the front door of the residence this morning, the door was opened by someone inside, and the officers observed through the open door Mr. Pelosi and the suspect, Mr. DePabe, inside the entryway of the home. Now, I, listen, this is what is going to happen, and I'm sure it already is, is you can't question the walk back on this. Because if you do, you're a conspiracy theorist. But this isn't the sort of reporting where it is early on and it is uh, a source. You know, well, one of my sources is telling me that, that this is what he heard or that he spoke with people who were on the scene and this is what occurred. These were prepared comments made by the San Francisco police chief at a press conference. 
when these press conferences are held, they are held for the purpose, not just of informing the public as to what occurred, but to clear up any sort of rumors, to clear up any sort of inconsistencies, because those things clearly happen. You have a situation like this, and you're going to have all sorts of people weighing in. You're going to have people in the media talking to their people. And while my cousin works in the police department, and and while he wasn't on duty, he talked to uh, somebody that he used to be partners with who was on duty at the time and told him this. And you get second, third, fourth-hand information. And so law enforcement say, we're going to hold a press conference, and they come out to give you the record. Here is what actually happened. This is the information that 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 we are telling you as law enforcement. We have verified. That, that that's the point of these press conferences. And when you have at that press conference, the chief of police saying that when the officers arrived, there was a third person who let them in. How did it, it, it to me defies logic that that is incorrect information. That the chief of police, while gathering all of the information that is meant to be put out there for public consumption in order to clear the record, in order to provide people all of the accurate information, and somehow a third person opening the door when it never, ever happened manages to make it into that press conference? It just doesn't make sense. Now, I can't say that it's impossible, because anything is possible, but it, 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 it defies logic. That that sort of, hey, body cam footage, would this not show? And, and maybe it will. Uh, he also noted at the press conference, police officers on the scene remained outside the home, spotted Pelosi and DePape inside the entryway, each struggling over a hammer. And uh, also noting that Pelosi was struck at least once. How it is that apparently, and in, in the, 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 again, the information that's been provided is that this was due to a 911 call, but then there's also, no, it was a wellness check. But the one thing that is not part of the narrative, at least that I've seen, and you've got different versions out there, is an alarm was tripped. Now you're telling me that, this, that you have the Speaker of the House whose home would not be that difficult to locate. It's not hidden away somewhere. It's not some bunker. In an area of the country that has seen a 30% 30 increase in crime, a a woman whom, if you listen to the Democrats in the media, uh, I mean, are just under constant threat from MAGA Republicans, semi-fascists, that are out just looking as white supremacists to kill anyone who gets in their way, and there is absolutely no security system set up. I have a security system in my home. Many of you do as well. You set it at night. And if it gets tripped, there's a call, as mine does anyhow, that goes straight to law enforcement. And then law enforcement gets dispatched as the the, the, the company that is in charge of uh, your alarm system. They, they, they're trying to call you so that you can give whatever password and the all clear so forth. But in the meantime, law enforcement gets dispatched. It seems ludicrous to me 
that in the middle of the night, anybody could just wander into the home of the Speaker of the House. Which, of course, because common sense, it's not conspiracy theory to use common sense to say this just doesn't make sense. None of this adds up. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Thanksgiving used to be the official kickoff for Christmas for a lot of folks. It is now Halloween and. Uh, uh, you have family over for Thanksgiving, so you want to have the Christmas decorations out. That's understandable. Ozark Outdoor Lighting. Measure customized lights specific to your home. Install, remove, and store the lights for you. If you're like me, and I like the lights to look like you know they're done right, they're done nice, very professional. But come the taking them down, that part's never fun. The weather's cold. It's just not as fun as putting it up. It's like the difference between driving to your vacation destination versus leaving your vacation destination and heading back home. The drive there is always much more fun. So one of the huge benefits of having Ozark Outdoor Lighting do your Christmas lights is the fact that they come, take them down, they store them for you. They'll put them up the next year at a 25% discount. And you can change color schemes from year to year, no additional charge. They also do the professional tree wrapping, the trunks and the limbs, bushes. They really get in there. They also light wreaths, garlands, starbursts, shimmering spheres. And while they don't do the the blow-up um, decorations, if you have those, they'll set them up for you. You know, they're not going to store them. They, they do lights. That's what they do. It's Ozark Outdoor Lighting. But they will set that up for you. Get yourself a free estimate. Visit Ozark Outdoor Lighting online at ozarkoutdoorservices.com. That's ozarkoutdoorservices.com. So uh, what do you think, Sarah, of this uh, Pelosi attacker? I don't know. I the Whenever we first heard about it on Friday, my first thought was maybe this should be a sign of um, – taking a look at the crime that's in your city. And then I immediately followed it up with, you know, Republicans are going to get blamed with this. Right. And, of course, they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're being told that they should stop campaigning. Yep. It's just absolutely absurd. It took absolutely no time. No, because these people have no shame. I mean, the guy's still in the hospital. He's got, you know, he's hitting the head with a hammer, and they're like, oh, how can we use this? Uh, oh, maybe we can use this to turn the tide. Maybe we can use this to to uh, stop Republicans from gaining control of the House. Now, I tend to think we're going to get a traffic update here, and I'll expand on this a bit. Look, I, I just approach this from a common-sense perspective. It, it, I think, you know, I'm an investigator. I'm on the scene. I'm, you know, of course, as an outsider here, law enforcement at a press conference said there was a third person that let him in. And now they're saying, no, 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 that's not true. Well, how did you get that wrong for a press conference? We're not talking about information coming from some anonymous source. We're talking about a press conference whose purpose it is, is to get the facts straight. It, it is to make sure that you get the record straight so that all of the rumors that are floating around can be swept aside. I think that this guy was, I I think that this guy was there um, 
as a guest of Pelosi for some reason, one or another. And we can speculate on that here coming up in a moment because this is, you know, here's the thing. When you are in an industry as the Pelosi's are where you lie all the time, when people don't believe you, that's on you. You can claim conspiracy theory. You can claim what whatever you want. But when you lie all of the time about everything, and then you present a story that doesn't make that much sense anyhow, you cannot blame thinking people from noting that certain things do not add up and then trying to figure out, based on the information that's available, based on what law enforcement has said at, at, a, at a press conference, despite what they try to walk back later, that maybe there's something else going on here. A traffic update now. I'm Nick. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast, sunny 67 for a high today, tonight 45, 72 tomorrow, Wednesday, sunny high of 73. Don't forget all of your car care needs, A1 Custom Car Care as we get into the winter season, tire inflation. Uh, Ryan from A1 Custom Car Care stopped by uh, Scramblers with us this past Friday, talked about the importance of that and that cold weather. Those uh, those tires, um, you know, they, they can, the air in them gets more condensed. And your vehicle isn't going to handle as well. So he even suggests, among other things, of maybe just if you need 32 PSI, make it 34, 35, somewhere around there. So that when the weather does get much cooler in the evenings, colder that is, uh, that you are not going to be uh, driving on underinflated tires. And, and all of your winterizing needs, be sure to stop by A1 Custom Car Care. Three locations. You can find them under Nick's endorsements, ksgf.com. Now, from a political perspective here, apparently, so you got to try to drill down the sourcing of all this. Now, you listen to the Democrat-run media, and this was some QAnon Trump guy, which doesn't make sense for a lot of reasons. Well, where did that information come from? Best I could tell, I want to say it originated perhaps from Reuters, and they cited that someone on the Internet with that same name they found. And this this has been done before. I believe it was done with the Colorado shooter. And they immediately, they search the name, and they find somebody with that name that posts things that are pro-Republican or pro-Trump or pro-conservative. And then they, they don't say this is the shooter or the attacker, but they say, well, we found a person with this name, and here's what, the, and they get it all out there. And then it allows other media outlets to report the same thing. Now, at the same time, the former life partner of David uh, DePape said, well, the guy's first off crazy, but in terms of politics, though, you know, in the years and years and years that, that we were together and that, that I knew him, uh, he wasn't necessarily politically active, but his beliefs lined up with mine as a progressive. She said that he, he once came home thinking he was Jesus. The nudist activist noted that uh, he's mentally ill, saying he's been mentally ill for a long time. 
He came back in very bad shape. He thought he was Jesus. He was constantly paranoid, thinking people were after him. And it took a good year or two to get back to, you know, being halfway normal if he ever did. She noted when I met him, he was only 20 years old, and he didn't have any experience in politics. He was very much in alignment with my views, and I've always been very progressive. I absolutely admire Nancy Pelosi. So you have apparently, and and again, the guy is obviously got some real problems. So who knows? He could be all over the map. None of it appears to be grounded in reality. But here you have an individual that's actually on the record says, no, I know him. I mean, we were life partners for years and years and years. And this is, you know, this is who he was, at least when I knew him. And that gets totally ignored. Instead, they run with, well, we found somebody with that same name who likes QAnon. And so that's the individual. The left loves QAnon. For people who claim that the right wing is somehow run or directed by QAnon, the only time I ever hear anyone talking about QAnon, it's the left. It's their favorite conspiracy theory. Everything bad that happens, it's because of QAnon. Everyone that ever does anything wrong that is directed towards a Democrat, it's because of QAnon. Um, now, aside from that and the fact that he lived in a Berkeley hippie commune and everything that screams anything other than a Trump supporter, just from a direct common sense observational standpoint, the information that's been put out there does not seem to add up to me. We are supposed to believe evidently that Speaker of the House, no security system whatsoever, that just anyone could walk in off the street with a hammer in his underwear in the middle of the night. Law enforcement at a prepared press conference noted that a third person was there and let law enforcement in, though that has been walked back. For what reason, I don't know. It sounds to me as if, the, I, I mean... You can't help but question. If I'm in law enforcement and I'm questioning, all right, do we, do you, maybe this is somebody that was there. Maybe this is some sort of uh, domestic dispute of sorts. This claim from one individual on the scene that he said where is nancy where is nancy that while that could be true that sounds just a little too on the nose you know what i'm saying let's say for example i'm somebody and i have my friend over and we're both in our underwear and uh maybe things get a little bit out of control the guy's nuts he's on drugs uh and uh he i get frightened because he's starting to go ballistic on me and attack me and i have to call law enforcement which i don't want to do because of everything that's going to occur due to the fallout of that. And, uh, well, you know, how do we make this look political? Claim that he was asking, where's Nancy? Now, of course, that could be totally legitimate. You could have some activists out there that decided to waltz right in to a home with absolutely no security, past two in the morning in his underwear and a hammer, 
went and found Paul Pelosi and began hammering away at him for some reason, yelling, where's Nancy? I mean, that could potentially be true, but does it make that much sense? You know, this, some of these wealthy Democrats oftentimes find, I, I think they get bored. And they find themselves unfulfilled. And oftentimes they will participate in, and it's not just, it's not a party thing so much, but I, what, what is it with the left sometimes? They're, they're just weird. They do weird things, and frankly, that does make one wonder what's going on here. I mean, Ed Buck, do you remember this guy? And he was an associate of the the uh, the Pelosi's. He was a big time Democratic fundraiser, and he he was known for going out, and he would get drug addicts off the street that were a little bit crazy and use them for his own personal pleasures. And he would eventually get caught because one of them ended up dead in his home. And presumably he would use these particular people because who's going to believe him? You know, you're a powerful uh, individual in Democrat politics and, oh, you've got some strung out crazy person who's on drugs all the time. Who's going to believe him? And if something goes wrong, eh, you know, just toss him to the side. Andrew Gillum. A lot of people don't remember this guy. He was, uh, he, he ran again. I think it was against, um, DeSantis. And it was somewhat of a similar situation with him in some hotel room with these strung out male, I think they were male prostitutes. And it just very depraved things occurring, going on. And he tried to claim that he was set up for political purposes or whatever. And, of course, it was just clear to anyone that there was you know much, much more disturbing behavior going on. He would later get indicted for I think some sort of fraud or something. Unfortunately, and it's already begun, a situation like this is one in which we're going to be told what we're supposed to believe, and we're going to be told what questions we cannot ask. You know, Glenn Grant, uh, where's this story here? Glenn um, Greenwald, he's liberal journalist, and he noted yesterday that there's a very simple reason members of his chosen profession seem unwilling to question this narrative, and and it isn't so. It, some of it is bias, but some of it is fear that their careers could be put at risk that if you know th- th- there is a certain line of questioning that's allowed and outside of that you're risking your career he laid out his theory in a twitter thread saying that it didn't even matter whether or not the the, the prevailing narrative that the person who was arrested at Pelosi's, you know, he was far right conspiracy theorist said so that's irrelevant because people in the media 
are two. The, I mean, you have those that want to cover for the Pelosi's and cover for the Democrats, but others that are too afraid to ask those those journalistic questions. He said it's very possible that the instantly formed media narrative, Paul Pelosi's attacker was a MAGA fanatic who broke in to murder Nancy, will be proven true. But right now, there are so many glaring doubts and holes in that story that it takes common sense to question this. Noting it's genuinely alarming how conditioned so much of the U.S. population is to equate skepticism towards the pronouncements of media corporations, uh, corporations with mental illness. Quote, if you don't instantly accept what Wolf, Blitzer, and Andrea Mitchell claim, then you are a crazy conspiracy theorist. He went on to explain that even journalists who had questions about the prevailing narrative on any topic often felt as though they could not say anything without risking their jobs or even their entire careers. He said it's so crucial to understand the dynamic dominating journalism. Free journalists have career security, or few rather, journalists have career security. Imagine you're a young journalist at a big media corporation. You know if you ask these questions, Twitter will explode and it can ruin your career, and that's absolutely right. He then shared a tweet from Steve Krakauer that included just a few questions he thought media ought to be asking. One, why weren't there signs of forced entry at the Pelosi home? Who was the third person who opened the door for police? Why was Pelosi holding a hammer and the attack only happened after police arrived. Whereas the body cam security footage, why isn't the press asking these questions? Greenwald went on to say that he wasn't ready to ascribe any motives because he did not feel that he'd seen enough evidence to do so, and that's absolutely correct. Adding the preferred narrative may end up right, but most of it is based on messaged by CNN anonymous claims. I'd like to know how someone broke into the home of one of the richest and most powerful families without setting off an alarm. How Paul Pelosi could call 911 in the middle of this. Who is the unknown person who opened the door for police? Where is the video? He then listed questions he'd like to see answered before, claiming he understood exactly what went down in Pelosi's home. And, you know, it's a lot of those same. And again, they're just obvious questions. But you dare not ask them. I don't know that we'll ever find out what happened. But according to the media, whatever the reason, Republicans should stop campaigning, should pull all of their campaign ads, resign from their elections, and allow Democrats to continue holding the seats that they hold today. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Many of you noting the lack of common sense or just, I don't know, just the conventional wisdom that even if, for whatever reason, the Pelosi's had absolutely no security system in place, no security cameras, nothing at all, that living in such a wealthy neighborhood, surely someone does. You see this all the time. You watch these programs on Discovery ID or otherwise, and and when law enforcement is gathering information about an individual that has carried out some sort of home invasion or an attack, it may not necessarily be the home itself that has security, but a neighbor's home. 
home across the street. Or the individual came from somewhere past a gas station or an ATM. I mean, there are security cameras all over the place right now. I, I mean, you just see them everywhere. And this idea that you could go into an extremely wealthy neighborhood and walk into the, without setting off any sort of security system, the home of the Speaker of the House, for most people, that defies common sense. And that there be no footage. I mean, again, it's been mentioned. Body cam footage, what, you know, it's got to be something. A number of you also noting that this is a sign that we definitely need to figure out how to get the hammers out of hands of uh, the American people. This clearly is an issue. Some sort of common sense legislation. I mean, the fact that anyone can walk into any store and buy a hammer. Country star Luke Bryant apparently did not strike the right chord with liberal Twitter users after bringing out Governor DeSantis during his Jacksonville show on Friday. was quickly met with disdain. Bryant, who is currently on his Raised Up Right tour, told the PAC crowd at the veteran at the uh, Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena, quote, we're going to have some fun and raise some money tonight for the great state of Florida. This in the wake of the destruction caused by Hurricane Ian in September. DeSantis, who is currently up for re-election of Florida, was met with a deafening wave of sound as he walked on stage, according to videos shared on Twitter by a concert goer. Opinions on the decision and the matter in which Bryant brought out the governor were quickly shared and dissected on Twitter, with one user writing, quote, Look, I understand this is for hurricane relief. From the devastation, what happened in Florida, I can understand that, but when you do this 10 days before the midterm, it's nothing but a political stunt. You could have done this after the midterm. Shame on you, Luke Bryant. Isn't it just amazing? You see, we are all supposed to believe the same thing, and we are all support, supposed to support the same people. There, there are, uh, I think it was the cast of West Wing a few weeks ago that were up in Wisconsin pushing for the Democratic opponent to U.S. Senator Ron Johnson, who's up for re-election. And I think the gubernatorial race there as well. Hollywood is constantly, you can't watch an awards show without celebrities telling you how wonderful Joe Biden is, how wonderful Nancy Pelosi is, how awful Americans who support Trump are. I mean, that's not simply their freedom of speech, but that is their duty as an American. Uh, I saw that he, you have the quote. Yeah. He said, I typically don't respond to stuff when I'm getting run down on a social platform, but here's the deal. I understand Governor DeSantis is a very polarizing figure, but I grew up in a country where if a governor asks you if they can come and help raise awareness to help victims of a natural disaster, you help. Yeah, and this is a fundraiser to help in the aftermath of the hurricane. If Luke Bryant people had reached out to DeSantis and DeSantis said no, what do you think Democrats would do then if that got out? DeSantis is too busy out there trying to win re-election that he would not even help raise money for a hurricane. 
to help his own, when it really comes down to it. And here is an opportunity to use his power to rise above politics, get off the campaign trail, and instead do something and help all Floridians, no matter what their political party, by helping right. Surely he must understand that, that his presence there would have brought in additional dollars that could be used to help the people of Florida in the aftermath of the hurricane. But instead, he chose to stay on the campaign trail. Of course, that's what they'd say. Because this isn't about right or wrong. This is about conditioning Americans to it's 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 totalitarianism there is one party you can support there is one belief system you can have and anyone else will be criticized anyone else will be destroyed now listen I fully understand that there are a lot of people that you know this wasn't political in nature and I understand that he is a governor and he is running for re-election But it's not like some of these artists that go out there and actively tell you, get out there and vote for this person, get out there and vote for Democrats, get out there and vote for Joe Biden or have, you know, uh, you know, just any sort of pleas to people to talk to their friends and their neighbors because democracy is at stake. And if we don't do this now, it may be too late. This was about raising money for hurricane victims. Even that you're not supposed to do if it might in any way, shape, or form humanize a Republican. If it might in any way, shape, or form make people look past politics and see DeSantis not as a Republican, but as a guy who's the governor that's trying to help raise money, that humanizing of of Republicans, You, you can't have that. You see, only the left is allowed to get promoted by celebrities. Only Democrats are allowed to come up on stage and be promoted by whomever the artist is. You do it for a Republican, that is just over the line. Learn your place. News in 60 Seconds, I'm Nick Reed.